We're joined on the line by Ryan Thorburn, who covers Oregon Ducks football for the Register Guard. Before his current post in Eugene, Ryan actually spent 13 years writing for the Boulder Daily Camera. Ryan, how is life in the Pacific Northwest treating you these days? Life is good. We've uh, settled in this year, and uh, it's been a lot of fun. Nice, and uh, you're actually getting to cover a winning football program up there. Uh, just starting off here in terms of previewing the Oregon Ducks, Marcus Mariota is the guy you got to mention first. He leads every Heisman Trophy candidate list that I, I see out there. How close is he to being the, the perfect college quarterback? Well, I think he's special. Uh, not only does is he a perfect fit for the system that so many quarterbacks have, you know, put up these stats in since Chip Kelly got here, but he's also got the NFL body and skill set, and he's as fast as anyone on the team. So uh, he's really a special player, and he's also a really humble person and uh, really a great team leader, even though he's soft-spoken. Oregon is currently ranked number two by the College Football Playoff Committee, so Obviously, the the Ducks control their own destiny at this point. Uh, you look at this week; they're a 33 point favorite uh, against Colorado, and then uh, looking ahead to their regular season finale against Oregon State, they'll obviously be a double digit favorite in that, that one as well. Uh, Ryan, is is their biggest challenge right now just not overlooking uh, an opponent, looking past an opponent? Absolutely, I think you know they've already clinched the North, so they'll be in the Pac-12 championship game and. And if they have to beat UCLA for a second time, that could pose some issues for them. Uh, they played really well at UCLA early in the season, but uh, beating a Jim Mora coach team twice, that could be kind of dicey. Uh, I think they were kind of looking forward to playing Arizona State, and obviously Arizona State stumbled at Oregon State. because I think they would have put a lot of points up on Arizona State. So uh, there's still some hurdles. Um, last year, the Beavers really had them beat at Austin Stadium. Uh, I know they've had a really disappointing season, but, you know, just based off the Arizona State game, that's one you can't take lightly. And, you know, Colorado is more competitive this year. They have their own injury problems. Um, Oregon has injury problems. So I think, um, you know, with so many good seniors going out, that's their last home game. And really, Marcus Mariota is an honorary senior. You know, all indications are that he'd be crazy not to go to the NFL this year. So, um, I think it's good timing coming off a of bye week to play Colorado, but there's still some hurdles to get over, some minor ones to get to that playoff. Mariota does grab most of the headlines for the Ducks, and probably rightfully so, but who are the, the Ducks uh, that, on the offensive side of the ball that, that also deserve recognition? Who are, who are some of the top playmakers on that side of the ball? Well, they have a, a true freshman running back named Royce Freeman who – looks like he could be starting for the Denver Broncos and probably would be this week with their entries. I mean, this guy is chiseled out of granite. Uh, I know you cover recruiting quite well. I don't know how – he wasn't the most sought-after guy, but he's really an amazing player, and he's catapulted himself into the starting tailback role here, which is saying something because Thomas Tyner is the backup. He's really good. He's a five-star sophomore guy. And then they have the Pac-12's leading returning rusher from last year uh, in Byron Marshall, who they've actually moved to the slot position. So they're loaded at the skill positions. Um, Dwayne Stanford is a big six-foot-six target that has kind of emerged as, as a go-to guy as far as a receiver. And then they have Devin Allen, a redshirt freshman, who uh, won the 110-meter hurdles, uh, the NCAA track championship and the USA championship. So 
Oregon's always going to have the fast, elite skill players, and that's uh, kind of the strength of their team with Mariota around the show. We were talking with Ryan Thorburn, who covers the Oregon Ducks for the Register Guard. Ryan, uh, the, the Ducks are having some issues with health on that offensive line. You kind of mentioned some health issues earlier. Where is that group now in terms of health, and, and where are they at in terms of overall production? Yeah, that's kind of been a, a wild storyline all season. They're starting left tackle, Tyler Johnstone, tore an ACL during camp, so he, they've been out with – he hasn't played all year. The guy they moved from right tackle to left tackle, Jake Fisher, uh, missed the Washington State and Arizona games when they were really struggling as a unit. Um, Marietta was sacked 12 times in those two games. So now what they're dealing with is Hronis Grazu. Their All-American center is going to miss the Colorado game. I think he's going to miss the Civil War and the Pac-12 championship game. He has promised he will play in a Duck uniform again. I think that will be in the bowl or the playoffs. So it's been patchwork all year. And, uh, you know, the funny thing about it is during camp, they were saying that their backups could probably start at a lot of places, and that's ended up being something that they've had to do. So uh, a redshirt freshman named Doug Grinner will probably start at center. He had a couple low snaps at Utah when he had to come in there. But, uh, you know, talent-wise, it's there. It's just being on the same page with uh, Marcus, who's actually every snap he's uh, taken, uh, meaningful snaps, has been with Thronis Grazio. Okay. Uh, moving over to the defensive side of the ball, you, you look at the Ducks, and, and they're second to last in the conference in yards given up this season, but uh, a solid number four in scoring defense. Is that kind of a bend but don't break type of, of unit uh, this season? Yeah, it's it's really been a classic bend but don't break. And, and pretty much every team they've played, including South Dakota and Wyoming, um, have had a lot of success running the ball against them. But that's usually between the 30-yard lines. They have a knack of, of coming up with an interception in the red zone or, you know, just, uh, you know, like, for example, UCLA had two, you know, 80-plus-yard drives where they settled for field goals. Uh, and that's been happening routinely. I think Utah had trouble getting in the end zone. So, yeah, I think Colorado should be able to move the ball, but it's it's a matter of if you kick a field goal, that's, that's a win for Oregon's defense because they know their offense is probably going to score a touchdown immediately after that. Colorado fans are obviously familiar with Mark Helfrich. He was the, the Buffs offensive coordinator before he uh, moved there to Eugene, was an assistant under Chip Kelly, now the head coach. Um, it seemed like he caught a little bit of heat after the Ducks failed to win the Pac-12 North last season, but uh, this week he was named a semifinalist for the Maxwell Football Club Coach of the Year Award. How is Helfrich now viewed by, by most in Eugene? Well, I think he's a lot more comfortable this year. He did get heat um, for not solving what people around here called the Stanford problem last year. Um, obviously, that's solved this year. Stanford has lost a lot of really great players. Um, but it's amazing just having been in Colorado when Dan Hawkins was the coach and, and Colorado fans were not big fans of Mark Helfrich um, back when the Buffs were last in, in all the Big 12 offensive categories. It's amazing now that same person has a 20-3 and three record as a head coach and probably has the Heisman Trophy winner and uh, a top-four team. So it's really amazing. I think he handles things. He's pretty much tried to do everything the way Chip Kelly did it, but he does it in a nicer way in terms of, you know, he enjoys interacting with the media. He enjoys recruiting. Uh, he seems to enjoy a lot of the things that um, Chip Kelly maybe didn't enjoy about college. So, so far, so good on that transition, although Kelly remains um, really 
some tough shoes to fill, but I think if Helfrich were able to get them into the Final Four, uh, I think that would go a long way, and, and him being the long-term solution here at Oregon. Interesting. Before we let you go, Ryan, uh, how do you see this Saturday's game between the, the Ducks and Buffs shaking out? And, and uh, Do you have a, a score prediction? Well, unfortunately for Colorado, I think their weakness is, is Oregon's strength. A lot of people don't realize because of Mariota and all the the stats and everything that Oregon's really, their bread and butter is they're one of the best rushing teams in the country. So that being one of Colorado's weaknesses, I see Oregon really running the ball a lot. And then they're also going to want to get Mariota, you know, they don't talk about it. They're going to want to have him have a big first half, big third quarter um, to stay in that Heisman Trophy race because that is uh, something that Oregon has never won is the Heisman Trophy. So, uh, you know, I haven't really thought about a score or anything, but I, I do see Mariota on the bench in the fourth quarter uh, smiling and, and Oregon kind of moving on to the Civil War. Good stuff. That was Ryan Thorburn, who covers the Oregon Ducks football team for the Register Guard. Ryan, thanks for coming on the show with us. Anytime, Adam. Great to hear from you.